This is the Dafyomi Masechta review, Masechta Ksobas, tape number one. This review is only meant for people who learn Dafyomi on a regular basis or those who have learned through the Masechta. It is the goal of this review to be as accurate as possible in summarizing the highlights and key kalalim of the Masechta. However, it is possible that on occasion something will not be reflected correctly. For subscription information, call us toll-free at 1-888-DAFYOMI or write DAFYOMI Tapes, P.O. Box 831, Muncie, New York, 10952. This tape is dedicated in memory of the Rebetzin Devorah Bas Rabbi Keller, Zechrona Lavracha. Our Maggid Shir is Rabbi Yossi Heber. Given the tremendous variety of subjects covered in this Masechta, it has been named by many as Shas Kotan. This Masechta primarily focuses on the subject of Ksuva, which is the document a husband gives to his wife when they get married. The reason that a husband gives his wife this document is so that she should not just be easy to just get rid of at a whim, but rather he would think twice before he divorces her. If, however, they do get divorced, then he pays her the amount, the amount that is set forth in the Ksuva. If she's a Basula, the Ksuba is written for a minimum of 200 Zuzim. If she's an Almana, the Ksuba is written for a minimum of 100 Zuzim. As background to the first Mishnah here on Daf Bezam at Aleph, the first step of marriage is called Erisin. The second step of marriage is called Nesuin. In the time of the Gemara, there was an extended waiting period between the Erisin and the Nesuin. This was a period of 12 months. And the Mishnah says, Besula nises b'yem A besula should make her nisuin preferably on Wednesday, since the courts are open on Monday and Thursday. So if after nisuin a man discovers that she is not a besula, and he thinks that she was mezana after Arison, he can quickly get to a court before his anger abates. If she's an almana, then she should get married on Thursday. And the Gemara asks, if the purpose of a Wednesday wedding is to allow him to immediately go to Bezdin on Thursday if he couldn't find Basulim on Wednesday, so why then couldn't they get married on Sunday? Since the Bezdin is also open on Monday, let them get married on Sunday. And for the, the Gemara, the Chachamim wanted to allow plenty of time to prepare food for the wedding. And a Sunday wedding, given that Shabbos is the day before, there wouldn't be sufficient time to prepare for the Suda of the wedding. Rabbi Yisif says if a woman becomes a Nida, and he can't make Nisun, he is putter from feeding her Mizainus. I the Gemara, why can't he marry her if she's a Nida? The Gemara answers, we know that Chuppah creates the Nisun. There's a Machlekes Rishayinim, what constitutes Chuppah. Some hold Chuppah as the Yichud. This is learned from our Gemara, since that's why he can't make Nisun, since a Yichud with a Nida is Aser. And the Rambam adds, if he did make Nisun while she's a Nida, it's not Chal. Other Rishayinim hold, Chuppah is simply when he brings her into his Rishus. In Eben Ezer, Simen, Samachalaf, we paskin that today we do make a Nisuin, even if the Kala is a Nida. And the Gemara asks, If a woman becomes a Nida, Shalai Bishas Vesta, not in the usual time, can she blame the man and force him to pay Mazinus, since the odd time may be the fault of his Mazel, or maybe she can't have a Taina, since there are many women who don't have a normal pattern for a Nida. That's a Machlaikis. The Gemara says, although there's a possibility that an Aynas can patter him from his Aynas, an Aynas cannot prevent a get from being chal if there was a tanai. For example, he said that this get should only be chal within 12 months if I don't come. In other words, according to Rava, we say, Ein Aynas begin. The Gemara finally says, we say, Ein get la'achar get. A get cannot be chal after a person dies, since a dead person doesn't have bilas to give a get.
Daf Gimel. Rava says the reason we say ain't einus begitten and an einus that prevented a tanai from occurring wouldn't stop to get from being chal is because of tsnuais and prutsais. I, how do the Rabbanon have the ability to be oiker, a good get, because of a tanai? It'll have an impact on eshes ish, which is midaraisa. So we're saying that our Rabbanon is coming to be oiker, a daraisa. And for the Gemara, since we say, kol ha-mekadesh, adait the Rabbanon mekadesh, a person has in mind that it's only a good kedushin if the Rabbanon want it to be a good kedushin. If they don't, then it's bottle. Taisus explains, that's why by a chasana, when the chasan is mekadesh the isha, he says, Hareat mikudeshes li betabazu, kedas meishav Yisrael. Kedash meishav Yisrael means that he only wants it to be chal for as long as the Rabbanan want it to be chal. But once they don't want it to be chal anymore, then it's batal. The Gemara says the din of Besula Niseis B'yayim HaRavi was only after Takanas Ezra, when they were masakin that courts meet only on Monday and Thursday. But before then, all days were okay for doing the Kedushin since the courts met every day. So if a man needed to, he could then get up and go immediately to court the next day, if he had Tainus Vesula. The Ran says that today we can get married any day of the week, since then, when there was a long hefsik between Erisin and Nisuin, if she was Mizana between the Erisin and Nisuin, we needed to know that. But today, where there's no hefsik between the two, she couldn't possibly be Mizana between the two. And even if she was Mizana before the Erisin, it's irrelevant, since she wouldn't be Asur Labala if she was Mizana before the Erisin. The only time she would be Asur Labala if she was Mizana after the Arison, but today that's impossible. Therefore, marriage on any day of the week is okay, except, of course, you're not allowed to get married on Shabbos. The reason you're not allowed to get married on Shabbos is since Nisuin is a Kenyan, and it's also to make a Kenyan on Shabbos, and therefore you're not allowed to get married on Shabbos. We say, We're supposed to be Tarech for three days before the Chasana to make a Suda. The Gemara says we do not allow a chasen and kal to live together for the first time on Friday night, since the first bia will make a chabura, and chabura is asr on Shabbos. At certain times, they made chasenas on Tuesday instead of Wednesday, because the government put people to death who got married on Wednesday. So it was a sakana, and it was pikuach nefesh. Or at least if that didn't happen, she would be forced to have bia with the gayesha officer. And some people lost their lives because they had to have this bia, or because they didn't want to have the bia with the gayesha officer. And we could ask. We know that a person is mechuyev to give up his life, Yehara Gavir Yavar, for Gilia Reyes, Shvi Chasdamim, and Avayi Zara. If a person is faced with this situation, and they're being forced to do one of these three things, they have to give up their lives rather than to be over on one of these things, Yehara Gavir Yavar. So what's the Havamina here in the Gemara that a person would be over on this? In other words, what's the Havamina that some of these people wouldn't have to give up their lives in order not to have Gilia Reyes with this Gaiyesha officer? The Rivan answers that only a man has this chiv, to be either for Gili Arayas, but a woman regarding Gili Arayas is not mechuyev. For the other things, Shvichas Zara, a woman would be mechuyev to give up her life. But a woman would not be mechuyev to give up her life for Gili Arayas. Why is this so? Since for a woman, a case of Bia is Shevi Altasa. She's actually passive in a situation like that. The Rambam holds that this Kula of the Rivan, a person is not mechuyev to give up his life in a Shevi Altasa, does not apply and a woman would be mechuyev to give up her life in a situation of Gili Arayas. Reb Chaim Brisker explains that the Rambam learns this from the Gemara in Baba Metzia, famous Gemara regarding two people who are stranded in a desert, and there's only one jug of water. If one person drinks this, he'll survive, because there's enough water for one person to survive. But if they split the jug of water, both people will die, because there's not enough for both people. So what do you do? Let's say you're the one who has the jug of water. Are you mechuyev to split it with your friend? 
and therefore both of you are going to die, or are you allowed to just drink it yourself so at least you'll live? Rabbi Akiva says, you do not have to split it, but rather you simply drink it yourself so you can survive. Since the Pasuk says, Your life comes first. But Rabbi Chaim asks, why do we need a special Pasuk for this? Let's just say that since by not sharing the water with your friend, he'll only die via your Shevi Altasa. So you'll be putter to be for be Mason Nefesh. Why? Because it's just Shevi Altasa. The answer is that Shevi Altasa is not a Ptur in the Chi of a Mesiris Nefesh. That's why I need a special Pasuk. But in, normal, in a normal case, one would have to give up his life even by a Shevi Altasa. So that goes back to the case that we said before, that even by a woman where it's just possibly a Shevi Altasa, she would be Mechuyev to give up her life anyway because Shevi Altasa is not a Ptur in Yaharag B'Yayavr. And the Gemara asks, what if they all had the food prepared and just before the wedding, the father of the chassan or the mother of the Kala dies? So normally, you must bury the mace immediately. But if you did that, this chassan would become an avil and he couldn't marry and the food would end up being wasted. So in this case, they put the mace in another room. They have the chassana and the bia shal mitzvah. They then bury the mace. But then they can have seven days of shabbat since the chassana happened before the burial. So the chassana was chal before the avelis was chal. They can now have seven days of Sheva but cannot have Yichud together. Then, after these seven days, he then carries out his Avelis. Naftal. If a Kala becomes an Ava, she can still wear jewelry during the Shleishim of Avelis, so she shouldn't become repulsive to her husband. The Rush learns 30 days is referring to if she becomes an Ava within the 30 days of the Hasana, then she can wear jewelry. It's important to note that this Heter of the Gemara is only Chal if the Hasana took place before the Kvura. But if it's vice versa, the kfura happened first, then it's too late, and he becomes an oval immediately. Then you can't make the chasana. The rush brings from the bahag that the yem ha itself, avelis is a chiv midaraisa. The other six days are only a chiv midarabana. The bahag himself holds that if someone is nifter on the second day of yantif, they must keep all hilchas avelis since yantif sheni is only midarabana, while the avelis on the first day is midaraisa. The ran and the rush disagree with this. The Gemara says this heter of postponing the wedding and not burying the mace is only if they can't sell the meat to somebody else. In other words, it's in a small village or if the meat was fully prepared in a large city. So then it's a hefsin maruba. Then they're allowed to postpone the avelis in order to have the wedding anyway. But if they can't sell it and it's in a large city, it's easy to do that, then they must postpone the wedding and they must go immediately to the avelis. Rabbi Yechanan says, even though dine avelis are not chal during yantav, but private Dine Avelis, things that happen but Sina, like Tashmish Hamita, are Nayegan Yantif, since they're not a direct public conflict of the spirit of Yantif. The Gemara says even when a woman is a Nida, she can continue to do all work for her husband except for Mezigas Hakais, preparation of drinks, Hatsas Hamita, preparing the sheets of a bed, and Rechitzas Panav Viraglov, washing his feet and his hands, since they're intimate types of things and they could lead to Tashmish. But if she's an Avela, where Tashmish is also Aser, these three things she can still do. If a man's in-law was Nifter, he cannot force his wife to get dressed up nicely, and in fact, he has to be naig certain Hilchas Avelis himself, like Fies Hamita, out of respect for her Avelis. We don't paskin like this, by the way, today. According to Rebel Yezer, the Dine Avelis begins once they take the mace out of the house. According to Rebbe Yeshua, Avelis begins after they bury the mace. And finally, the Gemara says that one cannot have the first bia on Friday night because of Chabura. And they can't have it on, on Motsoi Shabbos, since that means the Chasana would have to be Motsoi Shabbos. 
and then they'll be busy making cheshbonus on Shabbos in preparation for the Suda, which is happening after Shabbos. It's of course usher to make cheshbonus on Shabbos for Motsoy Shabbos, since we have the Pasuk in Yeshaya, V'daber, Daber, Dafei. Although cheshbonus are generally usher to do on Shabbos, but if the cheshbonus are for mitzvahs, then they're mutter to do on Shabbos. Public things like preparing for tzedakah, or community matters, or private things like shiduchim, or chinuch, or negotiating for a child, for a teacher, to be malamid umnis, to teach him a profession. Speaking of umnis, we know that that a father is mechuyiv to teach his son an umnis. These types of things are mutter to talk about on Shabbos. I so the Gemara, so why are we worried about chashbainis on Shabbos for a chasana on Motsai Shabbos? If they're busy preparing for a chasana on Motsai Shabbos, they're talking on Shabbos about a mitzvah, about a chasana. So what's the problem? My answer is we're afraid that he might come to shechta chicken on Shabbos in preparation for Motsai Shabbos. I seven of Yom Kippur comes out on Monday. Today, by the way, it can't come out on Monday. Then we should push Yom Kippur to Tuesday. Since the big suda, the suda Mavsekis is on Sunday. And he might come to Shecht in preparation for that on Shabbos. The Gemara answers, it's just a private suda, the suda Yom Kippur. So it won't be tarred. By shenki for a big suda's chasana, he would be tarred. Also, since the suda before Yom Kippur is late on Sunday afternoon, so a person generally is going to Shecht Sunday morning. By shenki a is right after Shabbos. In all likelihood, he might come to Shecht on Shabbos. If the marriage takes place on Wednesday, the first bia should be on Wednesday evening or Thursday, since Yemach Hamishi is a chash of a day, since the fish received a bracha on that day, but they'll multiply. If the wedding, however, is on Thursday, i.e. she's an almana, she should have the first bia on Thursday evening or Friday, since Adam got the bracha of Peru or Vu on Friday. The Gemara says the creation of man, i.e. the mysis of tzaddikim, is greater than the creations of a Kaddish Baruch Shamayim Baretz, since tzaddikim do mitzvahs with both hands. Masha'en Ken Hashem created the world with only one hand. Darash Bar Kapara. A person should own a pick or a peg, since he'll be able to dig a hole to put his waist into it. Similarly, if a person hears Lashon Hara, he should use his finger as a peg to close up his ear. Rebbe Lazar says, that's why a person's finger is shaped like a peg, so he could use it to close his ear. And each and every finger, in fact, is separated from the other, since each one has a special tachlis ha-mitzvah. One of the fingers was for kmitzah, one of the fingers was for mitzvah, etc. Also, the reason the bottom of the ear of a lobe is so soft in relation to the rest of the ear, is so that if a person hears Lashon Hara, he can bend it over and close it up into his ear so he will not hear the Lashon Hara. As background, if a person does a Misa on Shabbos, which is really Mutter, and it ends up that when he does this Misa, he actually does a Malacha of Shabbos, since he didn't actually intend to do this Malacha, this action is called a Dover She'en miskaven, and he may possibly be putter. This is actually a Machlegas. What's the famous case of Dover She'en miskaven? If a person takes a bed and he moves it over ground outside, and he ends up creating a furrow in the ground. So this is a case of Dover She'en miskaven. Really, the person just intended to move the bed from one place to the other. He didn't intend to do a Malacha. But when he moved the bed on the ground, he created a little furrow. That's an Isser Daraisa. But since this is Dabr Shayna Miskaven, we have a Machlaikas. Rabbi Yehuda says a Dabr Shayna Miskaven is Chayev. But Rabbi Shimon holds a Dabr Shayna Miskaven is Potter. And this is how we Paskin. The same halacha applies to all other things. For example, a Nazir, when he combs his hair, he doesn't intend to pull out hairs. We know that a Nazir is not allowed to take a haircut. So the same Machlaikas here would apply to Dabr Shayna Miskaven. Would he be Chayev or not if he pulled out a hair, even though he didn't intend to pull out a hair? Another kula on Shabbos applies to Makalkil. The only chiyav for a malacha on Shabbos is if a person does something that has a benefit. But if you do a malacha and ruin something, you may be putter due to makalkel. And the Gemara asks, so when a person does it, the Biyarishayna on Shabbos, do we say, dam mifkad pakid, the dam is gathered behind the besulam, so when the besulam are broken, the blood is simply released, and it's not a malacha Shabbos, therefore it's mutter. 
Or do we say, Dam Chibure Michbar? The blood is part of the circulatory system. So when one breaks the Besulam, he's Chayab for Chabura. That would make the Birishayna Asur on Shabbos. It's interesting to point out that Chabura is either a Malacha that's part of Tseveya, which is what Rashi says, coloring, or according to Taisvis, it's a Tolda of Shaychet, which is Asur because of Natilas Neshama. So the question here by Birishayna is do we hold a Dabashayna Miskavan is Mutter, or do we hold that it's Asur? And even if we say that we hold according to Rabbi Yehuda, that it's Asr, maybe it's Mutter because it's Makalkal. Taisvis here asks, even Rabbi Shimon should say Asr, since the Psikresha, we know that something, a Dabashayna Miskavan, according to Rabbi Shimon, which is how we paskin, that's Mutter. But that's only Mutter if it's possible that the Malacha itself will not happen. But if it's a Psikresha, if we know for sure it's going to happen, then it's Asr. A Psikresha is referring to a Psikresha Vilayamas. If a person cuts off the head of a chicken, Psikresha Vilayamas, what, it's not going to die? Of course it's going to die. That's where the term psikresha comes from. And if it's a psikresha, even Rav Shimon is mitah, but even a davashayna miskavan is asr. So the same here. When he opened up the Pesach, it'll bleed. So of course, it's a psikresha. So what's the have in it that it should be mutter? Taisus answers, some people know how to break the psulim without making a chabura to let the blood out. Therefore, since it's possible to do it without making a chabura, it's not called a psikresha. Dafav. On Shabbos, it's asr to stop up a barrel of beer with rags if you hold a davashayna miskavan is asr. This is because schita results when you stop it. And here, it's like squeezing the beer into the rags, because the beer seeps into the rags. And even Reb Shimon would be mighty here, but it's usur because it's a psikresha. Let me just point out that schita is chayef on Shabbos, either due to liban, due to whitening, or according to Taisvis, it's due because of the isur of mafarik, because we are extracting. Schita comes from. The Gemara says the blood of Basula sees after her first bia does not render her anida midaraisa. However, Midarabana, we say she is considered Anida. The Gemara says a chasen, the first night after a chasana, is potter from Kriyashma, since we say a Isaac the mitzvah, potter min a mitzvah. The person is in the middle of doing a mitzvah. He's, he's Isaac in the Biyarishayna, he's tarred with Biyarishayna. Therefore, he's potter from doing other mitzvahs, i.e. Kriyashma. But if a person's boat is sinking, then he's not potter from Kriyashma, even though he's tarred with thinking about the boat. Since this tour is only if, the, if a person is tarred with a mitzvah, like Biri Shaina, not if a person is tarred with his belongings, like the boat. The Gemara says an oval is chayev in all mitzvahs except tefillin on day one. Since tefillin are called pe'er, we know this from Yecheskel, therefore an oval should not wear them. Rab Ami says if a person opens a pimple on Shabbos, he's mapis morsa. If his intention is to create an opening, he's chayev for binyan. But if he just wants to remove pus, then he's putter. So why not say the same by Biri Shaina? For the Gemara, the pus is completely removed from the body's system. That's why it's okay, possibly. But not by dam besula. Taisus brings a machlaikis. If psikresha delay nichale is mutter or usr. Psikresha delay nichale is even though something is a psikresha, but if a person gets nothing out of it, then maybe it's mutter, but maybe it's usr. According to the Arach, we say that in a case of psikresha delay nichale, it's mutter. But according to the Ri, it would be usr. In Yeradea, Simon Pezayan Sifyud, the Ramah says that one should not stir the coals under a pot of a non-Jew, since it's possible that there's Basar Bechalov in the pot. Rabbi Kiva Eger asks, but why should it be Asr? It's a Dabr Sheinam Iskaven, and it's not a Psikresha, since he's Misupik, if there's actually Basar Bechalov in the pot. Since he's Misupik, it can't be a Psikresha. Rabbi Kiva Eger answers that the only time we say a Dabr Sheinam Iskaven is Mutter is if the Suffolk is in the future i.e. like the case of the bed. You're about to move the bed. You don't know what's going to happen. 
But if the suffix was already established, Basabakhalab was already in the pot. So it's not a question of what's going to happen in the future. Then there's no heter of Davashayna Miskavan, and it's automatically considered a psikresha. Rab Ami, Rab Zvir, and Rab Yehuda all paskin that the Biri Shaina is mutter on Shabbos or Yantav, and this is the halacha as we see in Simon Reishpei. The Gemara says that although on Shabbos cooking is usher, it is mutter on Yantav, and in fact, as we learn in Beya Dafyud Beis, Beis Hillel hold that we say Mitaych Shehutru Lutzarech Eichel Nefesh, Hutru Nami Shalotzarech Eichel Nefesh. Once we allowed Malacha for the purpose of Achila, i.e., cooking, carrying Shechita, etc. One can also do these types of malachas for the purpose of shalal tzarech This is the klal of mitaych, regular carrying, or maybe even the chabura of biyari shayna, which is related to shechita, maybe that would be mutter. However, it must be a malacha that is something everyone enjoys, shavalachal nefesh. So making mugmur anyantif, that would be aser. Taisus adds, by the way, over here, that we only say the heter of mitaych if it's tzarech hayayim al tzarech mitzvah. So carrying a siddur to shul would be mutter, but only if you need it. Carrying a raincoat on Yantav would be mutter, but only if it looks like it might rain. Not stamp to carry a raincoat. It has to be Lutzarach Hayyim. Whether if someone marries a Basula or an Almana, a bracha is required. This is called Birchas Chasana. If both have never been married, or at least one has not been married, then you need ten people in order to do this. We learn this from Rus, Vayika Chasara Anashem. And you need to do this for seven days. Masha'enken, if an Alman marries an Almana, you only say Birchas Chasanim for one day. The union of ten people for Birchas Chasanim is either learned from Rus, or from Tilim Kapitel Samaches, but Makelis Barchu Elakim. We learned the Klal of ten people from Kairach, from the Kohal that he had, from Eida Eida Teich Teich, etc. That's how we learn the Klal that you need ten people for this minion. We Paskin that one cannot be Mezaka something to an unborn child, since we say, Ein Adam Makna Ladavar Shalabali Eilam. You can't make a Kenyan on something which isn't in the world, and you can't make a Kenyan to something which isn't in the world yet, i.e., an Ober. There's a machlekes if the birchas chasanim was made by nisuin or by erusin also. The nusach of birchas chasanim, birchas erusin, is asher kiddushanim mitzvaysav v'tzivanu al ha'arayis v'asar lanu es harusais v'hitir lanu es anasuais ayidei chupa v'kiddushin baruch atah Hashem mekadesh Yisrael ayidei chupa v'kiddushin. This is what we make today. The rishonim find this bracha a little bit perplexing. Why do we put the iser in here? Asar lanu es harusais. We don't have that for shechita. We don't say v'asalanu es ha'treifais, so why don't we say this for arusais? And why don't we simply say baracha ha'tashem l'kedushanu b'zvaysa v'tzivanu al ha'kedushin? Why do we need this complicated bracha? So the rush answers, it's not a regular birchas ha'mitzvah, but rather jeshvach v'hayda. Since this isn't really the mitzvah, but rather the real mitzvah is piriya b'rivya, that's the mitzvah. That's why we don't make this bracha as a mitzvah, but rather jeshvach v'hayda. But the Rambam and the Chinuch say that kedushin is actually one of the 613 mitzvahs. The Ran answers that the reason we don't make a birchas mitzvah on Kedushin is since the real completion isn't until Chuppah, so this Kedushin is just step number one, therefore we don't make the bracha on the mitzvah. In following these explanations, according to the Rambam, since Erosin is a mitzvah, the bracha must be made over Lasiasin, before the mitzvah. But according to the Ravid, we make it after the Kedushin, since if the woman refuses, if the woman refuses to be taken as a Kenyan, the bracha would end up being a bracha levatala. This is similar to a bris, where since we're afraid the male will change his mind, the bracha of lach nisai v'vrisai shal Abraham avinu is made after the mila, so as to prevent the bracha levatala. It comes out today that we do make a birchas ha'erosin by the erosin, and the birchas chasanim, i.e. what we call sheva brachas, we make both at the time of the chuppah and for the entire seven days after the chasa. 
The minig of using a kais yayin isn't brought here, but it's brought in Evan and Ezer, Simen Lamedalet, and according to the Shulchan Aruch, it is not, however, Ma'akev. In Rosh Hashanah, we learned that when you're doing a birchas mitzvah, a person can be mighty someone else in the bracha, even if he doesn't eat from the item blessed at all. Or, he could be mighty the other person, if he was already yaitz the mitzvah. Even though he was yaitz the mitzvah already, but if it's a birchas mitzvah, he can be mighty someone else afterwards. This is because we say, kol Yisrael arevim zeboza. Everyone is in this together. Therefore, Shabbos morning, if a man made kiddush and shul, he can then come home later on, and he can make Kiddush again, and his wife can drink the wine. We know that this Kiddush is considered a Birchas HaMitzvah, since we know that the wine is Ma'akav. Without it, you cannot make Kiddush at all. The Pnei Yeshua, however, asks, We said here, by Birchas HaErison, that the Kais is nice to have, but if you don't have it, it's not Ma'akav. If this is so, the Birchas HaErison is a Birchas HaNenen, since it's not an integral part of the Birchas HaErison, i.e. without the wine, Yoyaitzah. So if that's so, how can the Masada Kedushin be Maitzi the Chassan and Kala without drinking any wine? Today we know, we see, you go to a Chassana, the Masada Kedushin doesn't drink the wine. But how is that possible? If the wine is not Ma'akev, and it's not an integral part of the Birchas Ha'erison, that would make it a Birchas Ha'nenen. And we know that a Birchas Ha'nenen, you have to drink some of it in order to be Yaitza. The Afik Yam answers this by saying that he was Nayeg to keep some extra wine on the side, and drink from that after the Chassan and Kala drank theirs. Today you could see that some Masadari Kedushin are Nayig to tip a little bit of the wine onto their finger to be able to have a little bit of it to get around this whole issue. But that's not always the case everywhere, which would mean it's a little bit schwer how in fact we do that today without the Masadari Kedushin drinking any of the wine, given the fact that here it's a riot that it would probably be considered a Birchas HaNenin and not a Birchas HaMitzvah. The Gemara says the Sheva Brachas are made for all seven days after the marriage. But you must have a panim chadashas, a new face, each day of the Sheva Brachas. Taisvis adds that on Shabbos, we don't need a panim chadashas. Since Shabbos itself is the panim chadashas. The fact that we make the big meals on Shabbos, that's like a panim chadashas. The tour in Shulchan Aruch, Sevetis Kula, does not apply for the third meal on Shabbos for the Shalashudas. In that, on that meal, you would need a panim chadashas. But the Ramah says you do not need a panim chadashas. Tafches. The first bracha of the Sheva Brachas is Barachata Hashem, Lekem Echadlam, Shakol. Bara that everything was created for the honor of Hashem. The second bracha is Yoitzer HaAdam, bless Hashem who creates man. The third bracha is Hashayotzer HaAdam B'Tzalmai, Hashem created man in his form, and he took a woman out from him and created an everlasting binyan. Fourth bracha is Sais Tasis V'Sagel HaAkara, the city of Yerushalayim, which is barren, will rejoice in the future when her children return. The fifth bracha is Sameach Tesamach Reim HaHovim, Hashem should make the Chassan and Kala happy, just like he made Adam and Chava happy in Gan Eden. And the sixth bracha is Asher Bara, Sasain, the Simcha, Chassan, the Kala, Gila, Rina, Ditsa, Vachadva, etc. Hashem created joy, Kalas, Chassanim, friendships, etc. Quickly, there should be Sasan and Simcha, and the Chassan and Kala should be happy. Some brachas we see here begin with the word Barach. Some don't. Some have closing brachas, but some don't. Rashi explains that the first Bracha are said in honor of the crowd, not the chassan and kala. This is in honor of the crowd who come to be misameach chassan and kala, like Hashem came to be misameach Adam and Chava. The second bracha refers to the original creation of Adam. The series of brachas from number three and on begin to discuss the chassan and kala themselves. Bracha number four talks about remembering Yerushalayim, which we must do at any Sudas mitzvah. And bracha number five continues with the connection between chassan and kala and Yerushalayim. 
since brachas 4 and 5 are a continuation of the Indian in number 3, they don't need a new barachata, since they are smucha lechavarta. The seventh bracha of the Shava brachas, which is barachata Hashem Elokein bari priyagafan, which is not brought in the Gemara, but is rather is brought only in the Rishayim. The kais of yayin we use for Shava brachas should be different from the kais we use for birchas hamazan. The Gemara says that at the beginning Hashem intended to create one zachar and one nekeva as separate creations. In the end, he just created man, and the woman was created directly out of him. Rav Ashi inserted Shasimcha Bimainai into the benching, and this can be said up to 12 months after the Chasana if the Suda is in honor of the Chasana Kala. And in fact, they used to say Shasimcha Bimainai before the wedding from when they soaked the barley. In other words, from the time they soaked the barley, that's when they would stick into benching Shasimcha Bimainai. By a brismila, we don't say in benching shasimcha b'maynei, since the baby has tsar and is potentially in danger. And the Ramah says that by a pidyan haben, we don't say it either. The chasan himself can be included as part of the ten people needed to make the birchas chasanim, but avelim cannot be included in the minion of ten people needed for birchas avelus. The Gemara says everyone knows the purpose that a kala gets married, and the purpose and the reason she has yichud. If someone, though, discusses this openly, it's a big nevala, and even if he has a bracha for 70 good years, this nibble pa will make him and will make that bracha into a klala. Every person eventually dies, so mourning is necessary, but excessive mourning is not necessary. The Gemara says a person should never speculate about a bad thing happening to himself, because he may bring this klala unto himself. And finally, the Gemara says the Chachamim were masakin that 10 cups of wine should be drunk in the base of Later, they added four more, including one in honor of Rebbe Gamliel, since originally the expenses of burial were very high, because many people felt the need to buy expensive tachrichim, expensive shrouds for the mace, until Rebbe Gamliel died, and he had made sure that they just used simple tachrichim made out of pishtan for him. And from that day on, all mason were buried in tachrichim pishtan, which are at a very low cost, which makes it much easier for people to make levias.